Yeah. Yeah. for the record. Back in the building. It's your boy Javon. John Vaughn. Okay, Jimmy Butler. It's your boy, King Eli. What's going down? It's your boy Marcus. What's good? We are gems for the record. Back with a long overdue sports pod, but better late than never. Mm-hmm. Better late man, than never. Long overdue, bro. We, <laughs> we had a good little break, man. A sabbatical. Uh, that, what they say? It's been a good little minute, bro. It's a good thing to be back with y'all, bro. Missed y'all. Y'all been? Shit, man. You know. I'm looking a little thirsty right now, but I'll be all right. Yeah, I ain't want to say that. You know, I'll put some uh, WD-40 or something work. Oh, I got some Pedialyte. I don't like that. I don't even like a real. Oh, yeah. My she will Check it out. They ain't, they ain't sponsored us. Oh, no, you shit, you're right. My bad. God damn it. Yeah, we're going to X that shit out. No, we're not. No, we're right in the foot. This is the sports doctor, man. What's been going on in the sports world? I don't know, man. It's I been. NBA, but, you know, got a few things going on in the NFL. Which yeah. I want to tackle first, man. We got a. Uh, Who's they got that extension? Uh, Justin Herbert, right? Recently got his extension. Mm-hmm. I think it was what two sixty. I think we had two sixty five. I think when we talked, I think we had brought these numbers up uh, when we were talking about the quarterbacks um, in the last uh, football conversation we was having. You know what I mean? I don't think we was able to cover his extension though. Yeah, we were no, no, we weren't able to cover it. But I'm talking about like what they were going to get. Like we was forecasting. Cause they would, we know they coming up. Cause ain't uh, Joe Burrow next, right? Or oh, he already got his. Yeah, nah, he's supposed to be getting his. Yeah. Soon. I know. Being Mill, we was talking about what we thought. Um, shout out to B. Mill. We was saying what we think Joe's was gonna be. I was hearing that he might get something along, not like exactly what Patrick Mahomes got, but more of a longer deal. Or he could possibly get like a a, her, a couple of hers above what Herbert got. Yeah, I mean the official deal for Herbert was a five year, two hundred sixty two million dollar contract. And I'm trying to get the full on the extension. I mean, uh, guaranteed money. Oh, guaranteed money is 133, 133 million guaranteed out the gate. 16 uh, million. Seems, seems pretty accurate, if you ask me. Like, hasn't had much postseason success, so we, it's hard to gauge it on. But as far as, like, the, the prototypical quarterback that you want in today's game, and nigga, nigga mixes it out, bro. He got mm-hmm. all the intangible, but the tangibles. Now we just got to see him put into process like the, te- the intangibles, the leadership, the you know overcoming adversity. Because if you lose a game where a nigga threw four picks and you have like what four TDs, you shouldn't the first half. If you lose that game, there's gonna be some question marks. But as far as his ability, I get it, man. He he worked two sixty. Yeah, I was gonna kind of ask y'all about that. Him getting paid uh, top, top, top tier money, but he being like the less accomplished quarterback. But I just, I, I want to kind of try to get over that whole philosophy because it's like whatever the market is, if you qualify, you're gonna get the bread. You know what I'm saying? Like whether or not you won or not, it's just yeah, that's a fact. It's just I got to get over that for real. It is what it I is. Mean, you know, it's it's he young, what like 23, 24, some shit like that, like young nigga. And plus, I, I kind of got to give it to him. Like, the Chargers, they got all the talent in the world, but these niggas can be healthy. healthy for shit. Mm-hmm. 
Like, bro, they always deal with somebody out, bro, consistently. And now they might be missing they, one of their key pieces in Austin Eckler. You know, we're going to get into the, the the running back discussion or whatever. But, I mean, like, if, if you can't never get all the pieces in line when you need them to, then it's going to be an issue. But that the game that they lost with the four turnovers, yeah, no, they ain't on shit. It ain't, it ain't help. That's just the niggas folded. So we don't see how they, how they come together. My, my bad. Uh, we, we live on the book or no? Nah? No, nah, we not. Okay, I'll just make sure. No, we not. I mean, unless y'all want me to pull it nah, up. You, you I don't want to mess nothing up. You good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what? Jalen got, what, 262 or something like that, right? Uh, it's going to be the market going forward. I think Joey probably going to do it. I mean, I, I, I have been hearing a lot of what you've been saying. Jalen got, 250, got uh, 255. My bad. Go ahead. 255. Well, yeah. 255? I have been hearing a lot of what you've been saying, Marcus, where it's like going to be – he getting a more lengthier deal. I mean, like with a lot more, it ain't gonna be a lot of guaranteed money, but it should be like a, a, a lengthier deal. But the problem is they got the wide receivers coming up, so they're trying to see how they're gonna, you know what I'm saying, shake that out. So mm. <laughs> you know what it was though that that uh the the length of his contract. I seen that that article. Like it was a, it may have been like either the beginning of this year or last year. It was pretty old, so. I don't even know where they at with that, but as far as what you're saying about the receivers, I did hear um, a scenario where he possibly could take less to keep him, to keep him but like I, it's just unheard of. Like, because you know Jamal is finna get like I think Jamal and uh, Justin Jefferson they probably like I, I could be incorrect, but I I would imagine that you seeing who's get what first. I know Justin probably gonna be the higher paid uh, receiver. But you can't imagine that Jamar Chase, it won't he won't be too far behind. Be far off, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he won't be too far, but T Higgins. I mean T. Higgins, uh, he, he gonna command at least twenty. He gonna command in the twenties for sure. So but I don't that's just unheard of though. Like two top pay uh our receivers, even though T. Higgins, he could be number one on some teams, you know, but it's just, you know, if Joe if maybe it was a promise made to Joe Burrow or yeah, if we're we looking at the market right now, just like off the top 10 wide receivers, like the top 10 contracts as far as wide receivers, we got Devontae coming in at 140, that's 28 annually. We got Tyreek coming in at 120, 30 annually. AJ coming in at 125 annually. Amari at 120 annually. Stefan coming in at five with 96, and that's 24 annually. Mike at 82, Cooper at 80, Keenan Allen at 80, and Christian Kirk at 72. Like, I don't know, man. If, Wait, if, uh, what was Cooper Cup? Cooper Cup was 80. Yeah. I think, I think, about think he signed this deal like two Yeah, years. yeah he, got, he got paid. He got paid. Yeah. It's just crazy that, like, you just. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, like, bro, the once I got his deal last year, one forty. Like, Tyreek last year, one twenty. So it's gonna be along those lines. I would think, like, one of them. I'm, I'm thinking they're gonna be in that one forty-ish range. You know what I mean, they're definitely gonna eclipse everybody. Both of them, they're gonna eclipse everybody mm-hmm. for sure. But I, I, um, I had a thought, and I was sharing it with B. Mill. Um, I just want to see what y'all thought about it. Um. I would say it may be in their best interest to keep both of them, even though it may not be like the standard business practice. But I'm only saying that because I think Pat Mahomes is probably one of the maybe one of two or three quarterbacks that could probably do everything with a lot less. 
And if you wanted to throw in the Chiefs, I would think you would need as much work in your way as possible. I'm not saying Joe can't win with less, but I would think it would just be in your best interest to try to win as much as possible. I think also Mahomes is a product of the the creativity of Andy Reid because, like, just looking at recently, I was looking at a couple of videos where, like, him and uh, you know Travis Kelsey got a podcast. They was discussing like Andy Reid's like uh, willingness to adapt to the play, like adapt his playbook to what his players are like best at. You know what I mean? So, like, they lost a lot last year, and you could see it. They struggled like a motherfucker them first like six or seven games. Whereas, like, they were struggling to, like, find that, that big play capability because they have Tyreek no more. So, like, I, I think people just get it confused because they won. Like, they just, was, no, them niggas are struggling. They were struggling to get some other touchdowns at the, at the beginning of the season. So, it's like, yeah, you need weapons, bro. You, and I think you need both of them, especially if you're going to end up losing Boyd anyway. You And then, like, uh, Mixon is on a one-year deal, too. So, like, without that running ability, I, I but at the same time, like trying to max out two wide receivers, I don't know if it's capable because their defense is what got them to that Super Bowl. And if they're not paying any of them defensive players, then all that offense shit don't help you. They're, like most people can score, but getting timely stops is what gets you to that Super Bowl. So I don't know, man. I don't know how you can keep all three of them. Yeah. What do you think? You can still keep the defense. I don't think you can keep them. I think. Um... Like, you know, when you're talking a lot of talent around you, it, it's it's a, a good thing and a bad thing to have a good, you know, draft process and, you know, signing people to a certain extent. But at the same time, if you got too much talent that you've drafted, you, you're not going to be able to pay everybody. You know what I'm saying? I just don't think that's – you're just going to have to pick one you're going you're gonna to keep and then retool and trust in your drafting. I think that's just a part of the game. Everybody's not going to get – the bag from the team to draft them is just not how the, the NFL has it set up. Yes, I really got to see how Cincinnati does as far as drafting up because prior to like Joe Burrow and like Jamal, they wasn't really having great drafts. And and to be honest, like they was they was probably like the only two that they really hit on in the draft. Most of their talent came from free agency. I mean, it was just overpaying motherfuckers. So it was like we got to see because like once you start overpaying so many people, you are gonna have to like dial it back. On a lot of different other aspects, so you might lose. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean, what's know. what's they what's they strength? Is, is, right is Cincinnati strength just they offense? Or I thought they had a, a pretty decent defense. That's what I'm saying. Their defense is what got them to the Super Bowl. Yeah, their defense. The playoff, got their them, offense man. wasn't doing shit. Yeah, niggas was like because they were struggling with Tennessee, struggling with KC, but their defense made timely stops, came over yeah. with great stops, and they already lost one of their cornerbacks uh, during the free agency. So we got to see how they. And how they pull that together. Plus, they O-line still kind of ass. Yeah, that was the thing. Like, I think they, they O-line was ass. Uh, and they just year. pick up offensive linemen from the Chiefs? Yeah, but Kansas City offensive line was ass. I was just talking about for the acquisition. I was just asking. I was, no, I yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, bro, they, theirs was a little questionable, too. When your, quarter, you when your quarterback got to learn how to throw behind the back, my nigga. I'm telling you, <laughs> <laughs> we gotta do something about that offensive line. <laughs> like, you gonna have to get creative with this this uh this cap, man. Seriously, and a lot of niggas gonna have to be willing to lose out on a couple million to like to see other niggas thrive and be comfortable with whatever their paycheck is gonna be. But I think they're gonna mix. I think they at the end of the day they're probably gonna end up losing Nixon and they're probably gonna end up losing Boyd. 
Yeah, that was gonna kind of really hurt you. I'm pretty. I, I think the way the the running back situation is right now in the NFL, bro, it's not like. I think there are cheaper options. If they if it was for them to lose those guys, I feel like you can kind of retool. I think those are areas where you can retool it. You know what I mean? Like if you're doing like team building shit, it's like, okay, what do I what do I have to let go? Like what, you know, the the least of the evils and shit like that. Less of two evils. Yeah, yeah, my bad. <laughs> uh, it's interesting because I think and I don't know if y'all like if y'all want to keep expanding and going toward like that, but like as far as this running back shit, like it's it sounds good, but when you think about it, bro, that's two or three hundred touches per year. Like you can't just throw any nigga in this system like that. Like Mixon, he he seems average based on the weaponry because they uh more pra- like pass happy than anybody else. But like that's nine hundred to a thousand yards that you lose. You could put you could try to retool and put some cheaper nigga in his spot, but the pr- the productivity is gonna be important to try to match. You know what I mean? So I think teams are just trying to avoid that Zeke Elliott. You know what I'm saying? Bell. Like these running backs, they got those you know bags, and then they start declining pretty quickly afterwards. You know what I'm saying? I think they also not saying all of them is just in like in recent, like like holding out, sitting out, and then turning around and then not producing. That's like why you doing all that? That makes it bad for the rest of the running backs. No, that's facts. That's facts. I mean, like, bro, I get it. Like, niggas saying the running back has lost its value, which is crazy to me because I'm like. Running back is way more than just running. Like it's not just, oh, I pass you the ball and you run up the gut, nigga. Like no, it's like screens, is blocking, it's mm-hmm. no, like no one picking up blitzes when motherfuckers is like coming off the right, but knock your quarterback head off. It's like different shit. It's not just, it's not just running the ball. So like niggas can say that the running backs have lost their value, but I don't think so. Man, I think niggas are trying to minimize their value because they don't want to pay them as much as they're paying like running backs. Yeah, yeah, but niggas right. like Derrick Henry and niggas like Jonathan Taylor and niggas like that are the heart, like Saquon, like the heartbeat of your team. Mm-hmm. You need to pay that nigga. I don't give a damn about none of that Zeke and get like girly shit. Like, yeah, I get what you're saying. I get exactly what you're saying. I get it though, because like, just like you're saying, like girly and Zeke and Le'Veon, like, I don't really count Le'Veon in the same boat because he sat out a whole year. Like, that kind of fucked up. And then he went to the Jets. The niggas didn't have shit. So I was like, I, I don't really count that as the same. But Gurley and Zeke are the two examples they can kind of point to to like try to. But like you think about it, Austin Eckler, bro. Austin Eckler had like thirty rushing touchdowns in the last two years, bro. Like, you, what, what are we talking about? <laughs> like, yeah, this sounds good, but nah, bro. Fuck that. These niggas need to get paid, bro. You right? Yeah, I, I think, think they can. Be I think about we, that. Well, you got it. No, I was gonna say, you know, when they, I think in any negotiation, you going off of the production and the money that the next guy got. So I feel like both sides do that. The teams, the owners, they like, okay, well, shit, this dude got this, this dude got that. You know what I'm saying? And then you know, productivity is here. All right, well, going over the the numbers and the data and shit, it's like, are you approaching that time where you're going to start declining? You know what I mean? So it's like. That's a part of the argument. It's like, okay, well, this is normally when you guys start to decline. There are like, you know, uh, exceptions to the game. You know what I'm saying? Where a nigga could, like Adrian Peterson, this nigga will still fucking give you a thousand rushing yards and shit or 
still was busting out the whole, you know what I'm saying? Well, how many years this nigga played? But I'm saying it's like it's a couple of exceptions to it. But for the rest, bro, it's a it's a it's a timeline where they just start dropping off. And sad to say it, it's right after they, you know, rookie or in the middle of that second contract. You know what I mean? Once they once they do the 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 franchise tag, right? That extends them another year where they don't have to pay them more. And then after that, it's like, okay, well shit. We just drafted a nigga last year, so we good now. Bye. You know what I'm saying? I like, trust me, I get it. Like, I think it. about it. like I, I, just I, I, Cincinnati. Cincinnati got to play. They got to pay Joe Burrow. They got to pay two raw receivers. They probably they still got to invest into their offensive line. Where are they gonna get mixing his money? Oh, that's what I'm saying. He not he gone. Yeah, he you know what I mean. Gone. So that's all, Marcus. Go yeah. ahead, bro. My bad. But that's the problem, motherfuckers. Like the offensive linemen, as as crucial as they are to the game plan. They eating up a lot of cap and the, the productivity is not there, nigga. Like I don't, I don't give a damn what nigga saying. Like them niggas gave, uh, they gave Buddy from here. They came from Dallas, like seventy million some shit. And what, what does that, what does that translate to? The nigga, them niggas was lying like sex. Like, yeah, <laughs> the most sack quarterback well, in see, the first that, five years. That's, that's scouting and GM and team failure. You know what I'm saying? That's them fucking that up. Giving him that nigga the bag and expecting something from him, and that nigga would did not produce. You know what I mean? If it's one thing, if it's one thing, the Cowboys are starting to get better at is that. Like, yeah, nigga, we're not gonna give you money for what you did. We're giving you money for what you can still do, type shit. You know what I'm saying? But that's what I'm saying. Dalvin just had a, a thousand yards last season. He a free agent right now. Yeah, but that nigga also keep getting hurt too. I got to hold on. I'm gonna let you get into it, Marcus. Yeah, I know Cook. I mean, I had this nigga on my fantasy, bro. He got hurt last year and the year before, so it's not like he got like you know longevity as far as like his health. He already showing signs. That's a good. <laughs> Come on, bro. Jamal was just hurt. Nobody questioning that. Who? That nigga played 17 games. Who? Dalvin Cook played 17 games. Damn. So who the fuck was I talking about then? Oops, I stand recorded. 17 stand games. Record. 1,100 yards, eight tubbies. What about the year before that? Was he hurt the year before that? Yeah, he played 13. Right. Still had 1,100 yards. He's, He's four still. years straight of 11, 11 and up. Oh, shit. Well, no I less than 1,100 yards. I apologize. No less than 16 yards. Who was I thinking about then? I always keep getting hurt. Oh, well. You right, you definitely right. right, but I don't get it. My father, no, no you right. I don't get that. I don't, I don't understand why he ain't getting that. Now that I thought he was injury prone, but now I mean, shit, I don't understand it. He's been productive. I mean, based on his game averages, like every year he plays thirteen games, no less, except for one year in eighteen he played ten. Other than that, he played thirteen up. So I mean, like that's the standard. A couple of well. The standard as far as this day and age, most niggas is gonna miss two to three games off of just minor minor little shit. Yeah. Or be hobbled throughout the year dealing with some shit. I think uh if anybody, you know, that's on the field the most is like quarterback. Right? Like that nigga is like that's the requirement. Like you can't take a day off. You can affect the team if you're taking a Sunday off or something like that, right? And then but football no, like but, but running even, backs, even, wide even receivers, linemen, like oh no, like your number one receiver, you really don't he don't get no days off either. If he could nah, go. But even speaking but, today, you would, you would think Joe Bur- Joe Burrow is injury prone. Isn't he? 
If Kyle is that nigga, been getting injured. So I mean, he kind of is starting to like to the Super Bowl. pile up the injuries like a little bit, like not not nothing crazy, but like he do get a little banged up a little here and there though. But it ain't crazy. Yeah, it ain't crazy. Ain't nobody on that nigga. Man. But I think it's starting to get to a, a point to where like it seemed like out of um, the front offices and the owners, they starting to like follow a, a real serious trend of not really paying these running backs. And I think we starting to get to a point to where like everybody is replaceable. It's becoming like too literal, like way too literal. Because I think somebody used an example of um, Austin Eckler might be the reason why he's not getting paid right now. It was because Melvin Gordon got hurt. The Chargers had a backup who was Austin Eckler at the time, and they just moved off Gordon so easily and just you know relied on Eckler. And now we seeing that trend. Like it was so easy for the Cowboys to move off. You got something? Uh, I mean, as far as the Gordon shit, he he actually wanted another deal. He was he, he sat out to get another deal. That's the reason he wasn't in uh, like Los Angeles no more. Nah, I mean, that's the point. That's the that's the point I'm making. I'm saying like it's just the, just the you know the fact that it's so easy to move off of somebody when you know you got the next dude and like you know what I'm saying like like with mm-hmm. the boys. Like it's Tony Pollard at three down back. We finna find out. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's just like I don't that, think I don't think we're gonna find out still. Still don't think we're gonna find out, bro. He I think he's still gonna split. My bad. I, my bad. My bad. Split with who? I'm just split with who? Uh I don't know, bro. They've been gassing up uh Deuce Fund. Five five, bro. <laughs> he not the third down back. <laughs> but it's like even if Tony goes off, are they still gonna pay him? Like learning about like the business. Really, the business of football is kind of like it's kind of disgusting in certain positions. But even at this particular position, it's becoming even more disgusting because it's like, okay, Saquon, for instance, like he a workhorse. You the reason why Daniel Jones got paid? If you want, if you really want to be honest, because like the money that Daniel Jones got, I was kind of shocked. I mean, you got to get something because that's what the market. But it's just like it's just like dang, like him, like guys like Jonathan Taylor, like Jonathan Taylor. Wasn't he like in the MVP race like a couple years ago? Yeah, yeah, like. Like, come on, bro. Like, it's 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 tears to this running back stuff. Even, like, the Detroit Lions, they moved off DeAndre Swift, and they just replaced him in the draft, like, just like that. Like, it's I think this whole this whole thing of you being replaceable, it's, it's becoming too – it's getting out of hand, to be honest with you, to the point towards, like, nobody's getting paid. They need to come together and figure out some type of market for these, for these backs. We definitely – we need some type of market because there's no reason why these positions aren't getting paid. It's talented running backs out there. Super like Saquon, Jonathan Taylor. Um, who, who am I forgetting about? Uh, Chubbs, Jacobs. Like, it's some top tier running backs, King Henry? huh? Derrick Henry, King Henry. But King Henry, he ain't got like a little bag, nothing crazy. I'm talking about like more of the guys that's like looking for that bag, though. Mm-hmm. Why say, like, why say, why say Quan ain't got paid? Long term, like, come on, this is crazy. They're using that I, injury, like they, they dangling that injury. I ain't gonna lie, I, I, I understand that one. I understand that I one, understand bro. That. I, <laughs> I, do. I ain't gonna lie, I do understand, I understand that one, bro. That, because man. that nigga was hurt like two or three years out of his career, bro. I gotta give him that one. No, 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 I give you that, but I'm yeah. saying, like, they just dangling it in front of his face, though. Like, bro, he, yeah. I, don't, I don't know, is there a running back that works harder than him? Like, he put in work, bro. I'm not saying, but I do, I get it. I, I feel like that's why we didn't pay DeMarco Murray. I definitely get it. It's just the, mm-hmm. the business of football is just disgusting at this position right now. But it's been like happening, it. though. It's been happening, bro. The average salary for a running back is like 
I think I saw like uh, a, a seventeen hundred. I mean, like uh, one point seven mil, something like that. Oh, and I think they pick and choose who they want to prop up because, like Christian, Christian McCaffrey, that nigga's super injury prone. He got a bag. But they also traded him away too. The niggas who gave him the bag got rid of him because they weren't going no damn one. But it, it was no point of keeping Christian. Well, no point of keeping him though. That was too expensive to have him. I mean, no, yeah, they they, they, not, they, they not, want to retool. Yeah, like, we not, like, they want to retool because they got a new coach. They fired their coach midway through the season. Yeah, and they was like, they just was like, "Fuck it, we gonna revamp the whole thing, turn it down." I mean, you, I mean, it's only like five running backs making over ten mil. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it makes sense, but I think it's the issue is that the 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 one the the leaders, the niggas that are, are leading the pack as far as like uh, yards. And fucking touchdowns and carries and all of that, them niggas are having trouble getting bags. And I think that's the issue. Because the niggas that's at the top of the QB and the top of the O line and top of the D line and the tops of the tops, like, you know what I mean? Like the the positions they put the most value in, them niggas don't be having issues getting bags. Do y'all think this is, uh, do y'all think the evolution of the quarterback has something to do with this? Some, yeah, somewhat because that dual threat capability take a little bit of edge off of the you know the need to have a top running back. I can't remember the, remember the stat, but like there was like quarterbacks was responsible for like it was a certain percentage. I think rushing touchdowns or something like that, or just rushes. Period. I don't know. I would have to look like the specifics, of, but I mean clearly like the, the this day like the Josh the Allen, the, Joe, the Lamar Jacksons, the Jalen Hurts. You know what I'm saying, like. They, they you you have to have like Kyler Murray. You got to be able to rush to an extent at the position now. That's a fact. That's a, but the crazy you know the craziest part about it is they want Lamar to stop running. Right? Nah, I think it's like okay. So when quarter like and they want Josh Allen to stop running this much. Every time they can start running and they start getting crazy yards, they be like, oh well, now nah, you're gonna get you're gonna be getting hurt. What's well, like the same shit applies to the running back? Like, fam, okay, you want him to stop getting hurt? Allow him to have a backup. Allow him to split those carries and shit like that. Like, I don't, I don't know, bro. See, a lot of they, a lot of they contracts be based off of like how many carries per year, and you know to get like the full value of that Jones. So it's kind of hard for a nigga to be like, yeah, I need. Is it carries per year? Is it like the incentive base? Like you hit this thousand yards, you hit these five touchdowns. That's more the incentives, though. No, nah, they like, have no. It's, well, I'm saying like the, it's the incentive side of those contracts, but they do have certain contracts that are written like that. Like they got to have a certain amount of touches. You know, they got to start so many games, play so many minutes, or all that old weird shit. Yeah, I mean, that's I, honestly, I think that's fine. But like the. But you should have a baseline. Like, okay, if you if you have a running back that you're not trying, I think they just be running these niggas, these niggas into the ground because you see a lot of these niggas just be like three, four, three, like three hundred touches, four hundred touches. Like Zeke, like nigga, we ran into the ground. Niggas can say he was trash, but no, nigga, we ran him into the fucking ground. And nigga was like running three hundred and fifty times per year. Like before we got Ari, Zeke <laughs> was Zeke was down one through three basically. If it, it like, felt like, like, <laughs> it was crazy. What you mean? Even when even when it wasn't in the running game, we was running screens for this nigga, and he was running 70, 80 yard screens for yeah. like five yard pass, seventy yards a yak yards. Like, come on, bro. Like, it's just time to call a spade a spade. It's starting to get to the point to where it's like a running back get drafted. And when he on that rookie contract, they really gonna try to 
squeeze like you know what I'm saying everything <laughs> they can out of you and like and let the chips fall where they may when that deal is over. That's All right, really bro. Like, so I'm finding some nump, some screwed, some. I'm finding some some shit in these goddamn numbers. Okay. So what? Some shit, some scoobies, oh, some super duper, some blah, 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 blah. Okay. <laughs> that nigga sound like he's from Baltimore. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> I had to make some shit up, bro. I had a word in my mind I was going to use. You know what I'm saying? And then it didn't come out right, so I just had to start putting sound behind that shit. <laughs> I love my name, Tay Rock. <laughs> All right, but yeah. So basically, they saying the average, the, the average for the running back, right? But these niggas is taking. Every fucking running back that is in the NFL, every running back, they're taking all of them. So even the niggas that's like making, you know what I mean, uh, 200,000, 300,000. <laughs> but if you take, if you look at the fucking, if you look at 32, just the top 32 running backs, we just go, let's go on, just start running backs, nigga, okay? Mm-hmm. The, 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 the bottom tier niggas is like two mil, right? But then in the middle, you got everybody that's making four to eight mil. And then you got the top tier where they're making, you know what I'm saying, 10 mil. And then you got like the, you know, elite where they're making 15 plus. And it's only like three or four niggas. But really, the average is way more than 1.7. You know what I'm saying? It's way more than that. But look how low that is, though. It's like, but it's really like it's 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 legitimate. It's okay. it's probably about like five, five to six. Okay, look at it like this: the the Giants gave what was that? They gave Galladay a bag, right? Oh my gosh! Yes, they gave Galladay a bag. That nigga played like four games. <laughs> you got the annually. I think that nigga made like eleven mil annually. They say Corn got eleven for one. Like, what are we talking about, bro? They even made the play, they, the Giants made the playoffs last year and beat a crazy Minnesota team, bro. Like, come on, bro. Like, mm. I thought this was what have you done for me lately? Then I, when it's time to look, oh, was to he that, playing? Yes. Oh, okay. What? Did that nigga leave the league and right? Or was that Jackson? I thought he got hurt. You know, I thought he got hurt last year. I keep thinking all these niggas get hurt, bro. Or they don't make the playoffs without Saquon. No question. No question. Man, I, I, bro, I get it. I understand the business of it. It makes sense. But at the same time, it's like, bro, if you run me into the fucking ground and then try to like backdoor me with like, oh, what's the end of your rope? Like, no, nigga, you made it by the end of my rope. Like, bro, what are you talking about? Oh, for uh, like facts, uh, Saquon was number four last year. It was Jacobs, Henry, Chubb, Saquon, and Miles Sanders. Okay. Yeah. But like, even with Miles Sanders, they got rid of that nigga. Did he go to the Panthers or something like that? Or the Saints? Who was that? I think it's the Saints. He got like 30 mil, right? Yeah, but it's like, bro, they want to resign that nigga. They just was like, fuck it, we're gonna take Swift. Say <laughs> DeAndre Swift. It's like they just they just tossing them around, bro. Like that position is just it's kind of sad to really see how that's I'm telling you, bro. And that's why and that's why I'm telling Eli, like, bro, them niggas just be like, oh well, you you done lost your value, but bro, I still can block. I, like I pick up these blitzes and make sure your quarterback don't get his fucking head knocked off. Like, what's the value after the rookie deal? That's the value after the rookie deal. Is that is that I, all value? I think that's what it is. It's like more. It's 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 not really always the running the capability because like even niggas can call Zeke ass and he wasn't nowhere near as good as he was initially. But that nigga still had nine hundred yards last year. 
He still is a tough. He's still tough to bring down. Like he's still like physically, he's still super strong. I think the problem was the bag, like the fact that he, if he would have just got that bag, if he didn't force the issue and they was just gave him the bag, I promise you niggas would look at this shit different. I promise you. I think it's because that nigga sat out, made it a big deal, like hey, I want this bag, and we had turn around, and got that nigga ninety five, and it started looking bad. Like once the contract actually kicked in. Like, you know what I mean? Instead of him just waiting and getting his bag uh, how he was supposed to go to, like, I don't know, bro. I don't know, man. We're really going to be able to pay attention closely uh, with the new running backs like the uh, the Bijans, uh Robinsons and uh, Jameer Gibbs. Yeah. Are we really going to be able to see this now? Like, just wait. Just wait. I'm telling you. If, and I mean, make I, sure we highlight the fact that niggas offensive, offensive coordinators need to get more creative, bro. You can't just be trying to, like, run running backs right up the middle and do a little goofy shit with no creativity. Like, bro, think about Kansas City. Them niggas be having a bunch of mid-ass running backs, but them niggas be breaking off for 40 and 50-yard runs because the niggas so creative. Like, like I don't know, bro. Stop, stop hiring these bullshit-ass OCs and see see how long your running back lasts in. And um, I remember uh, Edward Talarha first came in out of LSU. Everybody was excited about him, and then it's like he went down. And then Pacheco came in, and it was like, uh, like bro, like it just, it's just that position just crazy. It's, it's really like it's toxic, bro. Like, Man, I promise like, you, it's toxic as fuck. <laughs> we gonna see how it shake out, man. I'm praying, I'm praying y'all won't get y'all money, man, because y'all definitely deserve it, bro. I'm sorry, I think it's all out. It's far too many like quality running backs that's on the free agent market right now, trying to find a home. While they recycling fucking old linemen who've been ass at different stops, like bro, I'm sorry. <laughs> we what, what's next? What, what we got next? Uh, as far as NFL, man, I don't really know too much about what's going on. I know it's a bunch of like training camp injuries and shit like that. Niggas been making it a big deal, of course, about Dak doing that pick in uh, the training uh, in training camp. It was an ugly pick. I give him that. But, like, I, I think this narrative, bro. Like, I, I don't know, like what. Are we buying into this narrative that just Dak is just a turnover prone quarterback? This is ass. Uh, I don't want to buy into that. Not yet. Uh, anyway, I I do want to highlight the fact that like let's be honest, like our defense might be top three. So it's like he oh, gonna, no, it might be too. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't want to get too. I ain't gonna lie. My optimism about our defense it may be a little higher than it needs to be. But what I'm saying is like if you really think about it, he going up against if not the best one of the top two three defenses every practice so i'm like if he if you don't come out of that any more sharp then i don't really i don't really know i really i really don't know oh the thing is i don't even think it's like oh niggas can say like oh well this person can throw the underhanded pass and do through all these cute little passes and shit like that i don't really care about none of that i just care about whether or not you can get the ball to the wide receiver and it's i know that nigga can but the problem is that nigga can't. He, that nigga never does it when we actually need it, and that's what I'm worried about. That's what I want to see. Like in crunch time, can we count on you to carry us to where we need to go? I don't believe it right now, but I don't think he's a turnover turnover prone quarterback, bro. Like that nigga's like a ten to eleven interception type of quarterback, and that's the standard. Like niggas can say all they want, like, but Josh Allen, I think that nigga had like thirty picks in the last two years, like. So I'm, I think as far especially with this pass happy offense things is going to like you're gonna have you're gonna have higher turnover percentages. I just want them to be like 
not end of game type turnovers. That's all I care. <laughs> you have a peak in the game. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> last year, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna give him no. I can't really give him no bail for that last year, even though he missed a, like a decent portion of still at the league in interceptions. That one, that one was kind of crazy. But like, I don't want to like just follow the narrative that he just turned it out. That's not Dak. That's not him like, like that. Like, his, does his interception come in crucial moments? Of course they do. Because I, I was I was having a conversation with somebody this week and we was talking about him. I was like, I feel like as far as arm talent, he's maximized it. That's just my personal opinion. I feel like it's just mental from this point on. He finished be 30. I feel like it's just mental. I was on record for saying by the time Dak is in his 30s, he's going to be picking a lot of people apart just off knowledge alone. And I hope that we get there. I really do, cause I'm I trying. Think to we've help. already been there, cause when you think about it, he picks niggas apart at the line of scrimmage. A lot of the shit he ch- he gets in and out of audibles and setting that shit up. Like he does it, but it's never when he counts. Really, I think I was I was coming from like the aspect of like just experience. That's all. Like just more experience you gain. That's but you but you're right though. I'm trying to get people to understand like. We might be we might be with that for a minute. Like this marriage might be a little longer than some people want it to be. Because I'm telling people, like I'm, I'll say it once, I say it again. Like replacing Dak is not easy as people want it to be. Because if we replacing Dak just to get another middle of the road quarterback, I'm good. We're never in position to draft the best quarterback in the draft because we always competitive. And then gambling on the third, fourth, fifth round pick, it don't always pan out like that. So it's like if we competitive, he already know the playbook. He a lead, he a great leader. You know, he can throw. If we have to extend him, then let's extend him. But like if we're gonna like I just I don't know. People just unrealistic about it. Like we realistic cowboy fans. It's sometimes that comes with a burden. Because yeah. it's hard to make people understand, like it's hard to make people understand like the reality of things. I'm like, you we can't just go out there and get a, a Joe Burrow. We can't go get a Josh. It doesn't work like that. This like bro, I don't think niggas got I don't think niggas understand. Like, bro, the a lot of these quarterbacks. Like these higher end quarterbacks now, them niggas went to shitty situations at first. They had like they, they organizations had to pretty much be shit before they got great quarterbacks, and then they built from there. Like, but Joe Burrow went to Cincinnati, bro. Joe hmm? Burrow went to Cincinnati. Facts, and them niggas was consistently like four and twelve. Like them niggas was ass before he got there. But I will say the Andy Dalton, um, AJ Green era, it was they they was in the playoffs. But the problem was the division was just so strong, and they just really couldn't like well between Pittsburgh and uh, Baltimore, they couldn't always they couldn't get over the hump for real. But like they was in the playoffs. But them niggas was like eight and eight for for good man. Not for real though, but it's, they were, but they just were us. I mean, he didn't, he he didn't he didn't he didn't do the uh, I forgot what quarterback that was but he didn't just say he didn't boycott Cincinnati he's like, I'm gonna go there I'm gonna change the culture like that's what he died yeah, yeah, yeah. like real talk oh man I, I I think just like you said like he's maximized as far as his capabilities I just like I he ain't maximized as far as his execution and that's what I'm waiting for I need that like, ASAP like bro I just need one year for him to put it together where like. He maximizes what he's capable of doing. Oh, Is yes. it turn blue? <laughs> yeah. There we go. Is there um? Uh, how, you, how, how you feeling about this year, bro? Us Cowboys. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm feeling a Just little be, bit be, more. Be real. Be real. Bro. Just be real. I'm feeling a little bit more enthused, like because initially going into the like the off season initially, 
I didn't feel good about it. I'm gonna keep it real with you. I thought we was gonna end up being like eleven and five. I mean, eleven and six is type of team, like middle of the pack, probably barely sneaking to the playoffs and get dusted in the first round. But as far as like player, like the uh, personnel, we put we had a really good off like off season as far as like acquiring personnel that we needed. You know what I mean? I still don't like our running back situation because I think Ronald Jones just got suspended not too long ago. Yeah. I'm, I'm not feeling great about it, but as far as like what we might end up being, this nigga made us help the whole background. What happened? <laughs> nigga. You look like the star of the show right now. Like, oh, shit. My, nah, I was trying to fix the... Sorry, guys. Nah, you good. <laughs> I apologize. I oh, no, man. I think we all. should we should maximize what we're capable of this year. But, all right, you know, as a Cowboys fan, you can't never hold your breath, bro. You can't never just lock in and be like, yeah, we're going to be strong playoff team. I don't know. We got the schedules, baby, to make it, but nigga, I don't know. I feel like I feel like this is the year to be up optimistic. I really do. And I, and to be honest with you, I don't we don't really fall into that every year is our year. We don't fall into that. We just kind of take what the season gives us. But like if you, and I'm tired of I'm tired of saying, bro, if you look on paper, I'm tired of that. I'm I'm just like I'm really looking at the roster, bro, and I really and I'm looking at the uh, the division. I mean, the conference. Like I told y'all, I really I could see a situation where we we could make some things shape. Because the NFC is weak, bro. If we really looking at the landscape, the NFC is weak as shit right now. Uh, it's top heavy, very, very top heavy, like, bro. But the, even then, think about the top. Like the top is what us, Philly, San Francisco, and that's it. That's it. Who else? <laughs> I ain't respectfully. I don't believe in Minnesota. No. Especially without Dalvin Cook. Yep. And, they, and they just lost Adam Thielen, too. So they just got Justin Jefferson and who else? He, he went to the Panthers, right? Yeah. I, think they got See, cool. I like the Lions. I do like the Lions, but I feel like they may mm. be another yeah. year or two from, like, true contention. I forgot about the Lions. Them niggas are scary because they can put up points. Bro, that's going to be... I'm I'm really like whenever I see them on I'm clicking I'm clicking the channel, bro. Like I'm I'm definitely close attention about to them. I like what they got going on. I'm gonna be real. I really do like what they got going on. I gotta see how it shake out. Like especially with their new coach. I like his his uh his aura and like his uh I don't know, just optimism but shit. I gotta see how he put it together as far as like game management and all that type of shit, because they weren't really great last year, but we'll see how they go. We should be at the top right there. What is this nigga doing? <laughs> bro, just, you need help? <laughs> nah, bro. I was just, I was just fucking around, bro. Oh, no, that, bro. Let me know bleed twice, nigga, if you kidnap her. I'm good, bro. I'm yeah, good, bro. bro. I was just bullshitting, bro. My bad. What, uh, what else we got? Uh, I mean, shit, the main event, bro, what we really need to talk about. And I, I don't know, uh, can you call up Cash? Are we busy today? Uh, I don't know if he at work. Just give me a second. But nah, man, the main event. Can I get the drum roll? Uh, Oops. I can't hear it, so I'm hoping it came through. 
Yeah. Errol Spence, Bud Crawford. Jesus Christ. Fight was years in the making. Years in the making. People have been talking about this, what, 2019, I think? Yeah. It's like 2019. <sighs> it did disappoint. I know most people be like, man, it didn't disappoint, but it definitely did, bro. Uh-huh. It was unexpected. The ass whooping that occurred, this only happens once in a generation. <laughs> it, it, it really got bad for my boy, man. I'm, As a I'm, Dallas native, can you who uh, Eli? Eli got to call him right because uh, he, uh, he, I think he's driving. He's just getting off work. Uh, yeah, just text me his number. I call him. Uh, <clears throat> but Crawford yeah. was saying. In the interview last year, he was like, "When we meet up and we fight, he gonna look unprepared," and that's exactly how he looked. Now, I, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Like I, I saw so many excuses, so many different narratives that's trying to be painted. Yeah, as far he's as dehydrated. Like, and- you no, know, he dehydrated. Like the rehydration. You know what I mean? Like him being high, like they saying before the like the pre. Pre-fight interview, his eyes was glazed, and he was walking a little weird and shit like he that. He was looking fucked up. He he was yeah, looking he was. like he looked like he had already saw him getting his ass whooped. Hey, <laughs> nigga, might have been. <laughs> he might have been high on some medication, something, bro. But like, I've been in my boxing bag. I've been in like you remember when we had went to that little place in Arlington, and them niggas was just talking boxing by themselves. Yeah, bro. I've been in my bed. That's probably why I ain't been watching nothing else, bro. I've been like, I've been in like a black hole, bro. Like it's it's, it's getting. I'm talking about like a black hole. Hey, can bro. y'all hear him? Yo, can I hear? yeah. All right, good. What's good, brody? We did. We just uh discussing that man that fight, man, last week. Man, you, if I'm not mistaken, you you tried to you tried to warn us <laughs> almost a year ago. <laughs> I said, if I'm not mistaken, you tried you tried to warn us, man. Uh, almost a year ago, you tried to let us know what was gonna happen, and it happened. Yeah, man. I don't know if y'all remember we did this little brief. You know, we did a little brief podcast, and I kind of broke down what was gonna happen. A lot of people called me crazy, but hey, you know, we here now. You know, we here. <laughs> I, I, I ain't gonna lie, man. I, I, I never chose a winner. I never knew who was gonna win, but I I didn't expect that ass whooping, bro. I just didn't. Nah, that's fact. That's fact. But yeah, man, it was a uh, virtuoso performance. I had to ask myself. I grew up, you know, we talked about it on the pod. We did too. Talked about Mayweather. I don't think I've ever seen nothing like that live. You feel me? Facts. Like Mayweather's best performances was when he was in 147. Not bad. His best performances that I actually witnessed live. They were more so like school and, you know, like he was just outsmarting his opponents and, you know, walking away with unanimous decisions. Like his highlights against Arturo Gotti and Diego Corrales, I was too young to watch those live. Like I seen him on YouTube, but that was the first time I seen a fight of that magnitude where the other opponent who was supposed to be on his level just got completely demolished. Yeah. Bro, I mean, like, I've watched Bud before. Like I'm, I ain't gonna lie, I'm late to the Bud party, but I ain't get on to like 2020, something like that, like 2019, 2020. So I'm mean, like, of course I, I need, I, I needed to go back and do my research. But I think this performance was like 
is was his best as far as like targeting. You know what I mean? Like as far as like where he was targeting his timing, I had never seen him like this before, bro. Nah, so yeah, I, I, was, I was trying was to see because you more you more you more experienced with him. Like is is this one of his best performances like that he's put on? Not even close. His best performance by far. Man, I ain't you, bro. at one forty. You said what? Oh no, you good? Oh yeah, he he. Nobody really knew him, so yeah, he. I think he stopped him in like the third round, so that wasn't really like it, it was. It was impressive, but nobody knew who the opponent was. But Earl Spence is a household name. You feel me? Yeah, he's a pound for pound fighter. Honestly, so. Even though Bud was the favorite as far as Vegas, I think the majority of people who were like casual boxing fans, they were kind of leaning towards me. You know? So, yeah, it was the best performance I've seen by Bud. Best performance I've seen by a fighter in a long time mm. because it's the caliber of a fighter who he fought. I'm going to keep saying that. You know? Yeah, like, and I want to be very clear. Nobody does that to Earl Spence. Nobody else. I don't want none of these fighters thinking that Earl Spence is done or he's just. Nobody else can do that to Earl Spence. I want to be very clear. So this ain't like a wash situation, or nothing like that. He 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 just got he just got body. He's just different. That's what I'm trying to tell people. Like I, I'm starting a new campaign. I, I started it July. You cut out. Hello. The boxes of all time. Hold on, you, you cut said, out. I said, yeah, run, said run, run, back, time, run back, you, you cut out. Okay, I said, I think we are looking at one of the greatest boxers of all time. Like, I don't think it's just the greatest boxer of this era. I think we're looking at one of the greatest ever. You know, okay. his resume wow. may not match. Boy, but I, I think his skill set is there. Cut out again. Yeah. yeah. Did you hear me? Yeah, I heard you on that. Yeah, I heard you. He yeah, just, yeah, he just yeah. ended. <clears throat> Jesus Christ! He had just ended. Well, he had just ended. I want to piggyback off what he's saying though. Like, don't nobody else do that to Earl. And Earl just moved up to uh, one fifty four too. That's like yeah, super. Yeah. It's like super welterweight. I don't think nobody super. nobody gonna dominate Earl even at, even at that even at that class. We may see Bud move up to one fifty four with him, but uh, I think it's a fight left for for Bud at one forty six. But I don't know if he, I don't know if he'll take it though, because I don't know if it's a money fight. Because I know what they just got paid for this. Like, it's, it's gonna have to shift the landscape for real. Cause they just got the bag. This was like a major, major fight, especially for as names go. You know how much so, they made? I seen something that said twenty five a piece, not including like the back end. You know, like the pay per view. But don't, don't quote yeah. me on that though. I think they go walk away. Spencer walked away with thirty mil at the minimum. That's just minimum. He was the. Uh, he was the A side. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bud would probably walk away with somewhere like somewhere at twenty five, you know, twenty five. But yeah, if they do a rematch, those numbers are going to flip dramatically. Mm-hmm. But I think Bud is such a solid dude that he wouldn't go into negotiations trying to railroad Spence. You feel me? I think they'd still give him like a, a equal split, something that's fair, and he don't have to do that either because he he is the winner. But I still think he'll give him like a 55, 45, maybe 60, 40. You know, 
if you go in there like 80 20, my nigga, like that wasn't even a close fight, bro. Like, what are we doing? Like, it's a fact. Yeah, it's a fact. 70 30. You feel me? After that third round, that was. You want to see a rematch? Hey, you know what's crazy, Marcus? Uh, I got the pay per view right. And the pay per view, what what I bought it on, it it, it gave me the replay. So I was able to watch it every night. It just stopped showing it last night. It gave me, it was available for seven days. So I watched it every night, studied it. I seen some things that Smith can do in a rematch. I'm not going to lie. I'm not saying he can win. But I've seen some things that Spence can do to make it a more competitive fight. Maybe I'm they just delusional and I won't I want Spence to perform better, but I did see some holes. At 154. At 154, yeah, I think Spence will, and it's the thing, I'm not saying Spence will have an advantage. I think Spence will be healthier. But I wanna be very clear. A lot of people keep saying it'll be it'll be easier for Spence at one fifty four, but I want them to understand. It will also be easier for Bud at one fifty four. That's the so, narrative I've been hearing for like the past week. Everybody's saying, you know, hoping Spence Power gonna like just jump back up at one fifty four. But I don't, I don't, I think we sleeping on Bud at one fifty four. I think that's I think the, problem. the problem. Was it wasn't just the power, bro? It was that nigga time and everything just looked all. But at the same time, it was it could be because he taking shots, so many shots, he wasn't prepared. Like, he thought shit was sweet. That nigga was hitting. Him. He was hitting him with some shit he wasn't preparing for. But and that's what I'm know. saying. Everything you said is right, bro. Like it's like okay, okay. Let's say, let's say he uh he was he's able to uh, get the timer down pack, you know, bud time, and be able to prepare for the day. Cool. And let's say he's able to uh find better punch placement. Cool. What you gonna do about the speed? Then you gotta deal with the strength. Like it's just so much. It's a hill at this point. You feel me? It's just a hill. It ain't like when you fight Deontay Wilder, right? You gotta look out for his jet, his, uh, his his right hand. You know he got power. So if you can neutralize Deontay Wilder's right hand, you got a chance. It's so much shit you gotta prepare for. But it's quick. He got angles. He got quick feet. You know he uh great counter puncher. Nice jab. Switch it. He can fight orthodox, unorthodox. High IQ. He's strong. He's strong as shit. Like, it's just that's, so much, that's the, bro. That was the key difference to me. Like, that ambidextrous is what killed it. Because he's so used to fighting niggas that are, like, southpaw. I mean, like, that orthodox. He was like, hold on. Like, southpaw with this type of power, it's a disadvantage towards him because his jab was neutralized. That shit was dead. Like, landed 11%. It, it's not effective on the, on the fight all against him. Yeah, boy. Yeah, so it's like I, I think he had a retool how he how he's gonna approach fighting a nigga that southpaw against him, but I think like that's the main thing was that like the fact that he wasn't expecting him to be as good fighting mm-hmm. southpaw as he was. Yeah, that's the thing. I think they prepared for him to switch. I think they were preparing for him to switch, and they was gonna capitalize on when he switched. But Bud was like, I'm not gonna switch. Southpaw hate fighting southpaw. Like, that's the thing people don't realize. Everybody, orthodox fighters don't like fighting southpaws, but nobody hates fighting the southpaw more than the southpaw. Like, so, but the fact Bud never quits is just crazy. But, man, I don't know. I think, uh, <laughs> even though I said, my bad, I don't want to cut you off. No, you good. Okay, even though I, I, I said that I watched some things on the film where Spence could be successful, I also watched three fights of Spence, because I ain't gonna lie, I'm a boxer fan, but I got love even though I think Bud is the best fighter in the world, I'm a Spence fan. So I wanted to see him 
I had to see him in a different line. If I had to go watch the fight, but he just whooping niggas' asses, you know, I ain't want to see him like that. <laughs> see, I, I'm one of my last visions this nigga seeing them looking like Martin. <laughs> so I just had to go watch him. I had to go watch him versus my Peterson. I had to watch him versus uh, Kel Brook, Mikey Garcia. Like, I wanted to see my dude on top. And in those fights, I seen him do the same thing he does against Bud. And I'm like, damn, these are his habits. They're, he's not going to change his habits. You feel me? They, those guys just weren't good enough to. They weren't good enough to capitalize off those habits. Mm. And I'm like, but because I'm watching him fight uh, Mike Garcia, he leaning in, and Mike Garcia just too small and too slow to counter. I'm watching him like throw jabs and put his head forward, and I'm like, bro, like Terrence Crawford is going to. He is going to kill. He go. He go. Eat off that. So it's like, yeah, I want to see him do better, but. Those habits, bro, they, they there. I don't know if they're going to change. I'm not going to lie. That's why I said I didn't want to see the rematch in December because I feel like I don't know if you'd be able to change that in that short amount of time. But to piggyback on what y'all was saying, though, like, I think two things Earl didn't prepare for was, like, for one, his jab. Like I said before, he landed 11% of his jabs. Bud took the jab away. And it's hard to counter, it's hard to counter for a counter attack. Like, Bud countering, was it was flawless. It was flawless. It's hard. It's really hard to prepare for something like that, and I think he just got outboxed. I don't think really Earl did anything right, and I I gotta go back and see like the pockets that Cash was talking. What you got? The one thing I can say as far as like his counters, like I think the issue was that like instead of move, he like he didn't have no movement going on, and I noticed that with a lot of like a lot of bugs. His his in and out was his in and out was horrible. His timing, like his, like he's great at targeting, but he misses a lot too because he takes little quick short, like to counters and shit like that. So I think it's because the nigga wasn't moving, bro. Like he wasn't taking note. Like he wasn't trying to move his head at all. Like he I, guess, I guess the dumb downturn would be like his sticking move was real oh, horrible. Bro. It was terrible. It was like he take, he shoot he shoot a shot, but not prepared for the counter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The things, the things I've seen. If, if like you said, if he can move laterally, if he come in move, but he. He got to move on. I'm talking about he can't be stationary at all. He got to be moving the entire round. That moving his head also, training a lot. Like, he got to be trained. Even if he's not really looking to throw a punch, just act like he's going to throw a punch. And he got to change the tempo of his jab. He can't just throw his jab the same tempo. If you notice, Bud switched his up, you know, and he was beating him to the punch. So he got to be changing the tempo of his jab. And even though he's not stronger than Bud, you still got to be able to, you still got to try to muscle him, at least attempt to. You got to wear him down. You got to wear those legs down, bro. Like, getting up in there, it, it was times when Spence got close and Bud pushed him off, and they kind of like, I don't want to say scared him, but he never been bullied like that. So he kind of just stopped He stopped doing that. I'm going to be honest. Bud beat him in the second round when he pushed him off, and he was mentally broken. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, the punches hurt, and it hurt his face, and he looked bad. But when you're in a fight of that magnitude, once you beat somebody mentally, the body is going to be easy to fall. It's going to fall right after. Mm. He beat him mentally. Mm. It was so easy. Once he took his his mental from him, he, he, he didn't have no fight left in him. You know, and I hate to even say that because I love Smith. I'm not going to lie. And I hate to even say this. I feel like I if he don't change, you said what? I, said, I can't I can't give you that one because the heart was there. I think the I think he just realized he wasn't going to win. Nah, watch the <laughs> fight, bro. Shot, I like, you, watch the fight. Watch the fight. That was just all machismo and bravado. Like, he wasn't trying to fight, bro. He wasn't trying to fight. I promise you. Because he mm-hmm. wasn't throwing no punches. He was backing up. I ain't never seen Earl on his back foot. Never. Never, ever seen him on his back foot. 
He was backing right. up, but even in like the midst of the fight, Earl still relied on some of his tendencies because you know, like he relentless. He keep he keep coming at you. He kept going on the attack against, but it just every time the phone got in, like every time it was in like a phone booth, Earl just got mismatched every Dang time. But it he so did. Weird. It was pockets. It was pockets in the fight where you did see Earl on his back foot. And I even went back and watched his last fight, like the dominance that was just on display. Like it was. It, they had to stop the fight because Uzi could see out his right eye. I'm like, bro, this. Like it's just it's just it's just better opponent, bro. Yeah, I ain't, like, never, like I ain't never seen him on his back foot, bro. Like it was but was walking him down. I'm like, this am I dreaming right now? Like I, you know how you pick something to happen, right? Yeah. But when it happened, you still like, is this really happening? Like, <laughs> really happening. like that's how I feel. Like I picked this fight and I said it's a good chance that it could be, you know, it could be a watch because of the skill set Crawford had. You know, but I'm like, nah, Earl's good. So the closer the fight got, I started saying, you know what? It, it might be a close fight. It might go decision, you know? Because I was I was feeding into the hype myself. But, man, I just think that's just one of the, I don't know, man. Because if you look at the guys, even though Spence uh, uh, has those bad habits, if you look at his fight, the guys he's fought, He's able to do those things to them because they're flat-footed, like Mikey Garcia, Danny Garcia. They're all flat-footed, right? Uh, mm. Kell Brook is flat-footed. Kell Brook has got a strong jab, and he's strong. You know, he's just as big as Spence. People don't know that. So that's why that fight was competitive up until Earl just bullied him, you know? But uh, the only fight, and the reason why I knew Spud would win this, win this fight, is the Sean Porter fight. I learned, I knew everything I needed to know after that fight. Yeah, Everything I needed to know. That was the most competitive fight he was in. Sean Porter's athletic. Sean Porter got angles. Sean Porter moves his head. And he's a dog. You can't just bully him. You can't just, you know, take him out the fight. I'm like, that's Bud in the, on a whole nother level. You feel me? The Bud and Sean Porter was, that was a good ass. That was a good fight. Yeah. They had some good moments. I'm about to say, Bud was kind of dominant. <laughs> I mean, but that's just that's just the greatness of Bud, though. Like he gone. That's pretty much. That's pretty much Bud. Yeah, yeah, like you said, there's levels to it. Like you, yeah, it's just, it's just levels. Simple fighters yeah. was just levels different. Yeah, I wasn't trying to compare Sean Porter, but I was just simply saying. No, I'm talking about like, Mark. No, I see what you mean, though. But it's it's valid, bro. I, I want the rematch, respectfully. Like just because I can't, I can't see my nigga go out like that. Like I ain't even like a huge Aaron Smith fan, but as a Dallas representative, bro, like I'm sorry, like. Nah, bro. Nah. So bro. you want the rematch? You said who I got in the rematch? Oh, you said you want it. You said you want the rematch? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I want that. It's gonna right. be. It's, it's gonna be on it. Bug move up, and I mean, Bug gonna have to move up, but that's just if he moving up right this second. Because that's the shit that I, I think that's what we need, bro. We need those like trilogy fights in boxing, bro. We need those. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the bigger than life type of shit to get people interested in. Because as you see, these are the events that niggas are paying attention to. The niggas not paying them. And respectfully, like, just because, like, I know it's more boxing fans, niggas that actually know the the boxers. But in order to attract new boxing fans, we need these storylines. We need these shit like that to get niggas more interested in it. So I want it. Yeah. No, I'm like 50-50, bro. Not even 50-50. I'm lying. I'm like 60-40 on the rematch. Like, I feel like 
I feel like uh, I feel like Bud is like he he's in his 2006 2007 Kobe form, and I'm just not. I'm trying. I'm not trying to be funny. <laughs> Nobody is beating him right now, bro. Like I'm serious. Like he's just. But that's what I mean. You look at the landscape. If Bud moves up to one fifty four, who who's there? Charlo. You got who's Charlo. Who? You got Tim Zoo. Tim Zoo is about to be the uh, mm-hmm. the WBO champion once uh, Charlo steps in the ring to fight Canelo. You got uh, Erickson Lubin. You got Pandora. It's decent. It's not no stars, but I don't like to do that because I try to be consistent. It's probably not popular guys, but it's some good guys up there. You feel me? But like fighters, but I don't like no names to get bags, like some shit that's gonna yeah. build on legacy. Exactly. Like like Marcus said, Bud is at this point in his life where it's all it's all about the bags, you know, and you can hate it or love it, but I mean he never really got exactly. that, that chance to really be the star he is. And his legacy too, because you gotta think like this this is the respectfully, like this is the tail end of his career. Like, you know what I mean? Like this is the part where you stack up the wins where Niggas gonna be able to rank you like you saying the all time fighters. So you gonna need a little bit more because like just like niggas are saying like his resume is not crazy. It's quality yeah, wins, like but it's not crazy. I'm arguing with people right now, literally like right now. Dude, I'm arguing with because uh, you know the fact, every time somebody great have a great performance, they compare him to Mayweather. Never fails. So this is the first time the comparison is legit and we can have a conversation. I ain't gonna lie, we can talk about it. Don't nobody want to talk about it because I get it. We all we all love Mayweather. Mayweather fifty and no, we ain't never seen him lose. But he ain't never got in the ring with a Bud Crawford, and I ain't trying to be recency biased. I'm just being real. Yeah, yeah, like that'd be an interesting fight. <laughs> like that would have been and an this interesting the thing. Fight. This is the thing. At one forty seven, and this is the thing I be telling people. Like a lot of y'all are writing Bud off, but because of his resume, which I get it, but. Mayweather had close fights with people that aren't, aren't aren't on Bud's level either. You don't think he could have success? Madonna had success. Otto had success. Castillo uh, has success. De La Hoya had. You don't think Bud beat them dudes? Like, come on now. So y'all just being childish, cool. I'm not saying Bud beat them. I'm just saying it's a, it's, it's some it's some great fights for for Bud. Like Miguel Cotto, like you said, De La Hoya and Madonna. It's some great fights for Bud. I just. Mm, I feel like 154 might it could be Bud last stop. He finna be 36. Yeah. I know he already well, no, think about last stop. He already said it. He said he can't go past 154. He said he know his body, so he wouldn't go oh. past 154. So that's his last stop for, for sure, for sure. And who he yeah, wants? I can't. Is, I can't see him go higher than that. I can't see. You nah, and who he wants is Charlo. But again, well, he said he, 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 he want to fight Charlo. Charlo said he'll fight him too. Didn't he say the nigga he yeah. was next if he was to fight? Huh? Yeah, he said he was next. He's, yeah, he told them niggas like after he, after the fight, he, well, he was on the ring or whatever. He's talking to that nigga. It sound good, but you know how you, yeah. know, <laughs> <laughs> you know niggas be in the moment. I mean, if we could get it, like if we, because but what? Nah, I'm gonna be, be honest like, with six. you. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be honest with you, Marcus. That's that. Okay, this is the first time Bud's career is actually in his hands. So if he says he wants mm-hmm. Jamel Charlo, it's only up to Jamel Charlo to say yes or no. Bud is going to take Jamel the fight. Charlo. Charlo taking the fight. You got to. I don't know that. I don't know that. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not. I'm not gonna say he will. I'm not saying. I don't know. That's a, that's a money fight, bro. I'm gonna say that's the money right there. It is. It is. It is for sure. For sure, it is. But I mean, if he if he be Canelo, he's not taking that fight. Oh yeah, really? yeah. 
And that's what he's he banking on. Because you got to realize, if he beat Canelo, he understood that 168. Why would you come back down to 154? For one, you got to lose weight to come back down to a lower weight class that you dominated. So that's regardless that's of how things feel, we got to be that's realistic. You got to be realistic. If you're the champion at 168, you don't need to come down to 154 unless there's no more fights out there. But at 168, it's hella fights. You got Benavidez, you got Boo Boo on dry, you got Caleb Plant that just left your brother. I mean, there's way more fights out there. <laughs> you guys thought that you know? <laughs> Yeah, so I'm saying there's way more fights up there, actually. Bud go kind of be uh, stuck, but at the end of the day, Bud can fight Tim Zoo, then he can go for all the belts at 154, you know, which he'll get those pretty easy. You know, it'll just be longer. But, I mean, I think it's a win-win for both. And also, if he was to lose to Canelo when he come down to 154, I'm giving the edge to Bud for one because he gonna, he's going to have a mental edge on you. He just beat your stable mate that they've been saying for years, been whooping your ass in training. They said Spence been whooping Jamil Charlo ass in training for years. That ain't a rumor. That's pretty much a fact around the boxing community. So the yeah. mental edge will be there. Then you're losing weight to come down. I've learned from Roy Jones Jr. that going up and coming down is never healthy for a boxer. So I don't see him winning that fight. I'm not gonna lie. Before oh, yeah. we uh, before we end before we get off this segment, I got a question because I know me and you, we've been talking about it for a while now. So I don't want to be like a pessimist, but it's looking like we never gonna get boots versus Earl or Bud right now. Like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to. Be, I don't. I'm not mad at that though, bro. Like, I just feel like that's how boxing goes, bro. Like Mayweather never fought Keith Thurman. You know, he never fought. Uh, Terrence Crawford. You feel me? And those are the guys that was coming up when he was on his way out. So I'm not mad at that. That's just how boxing goes. When when when, when Boots start his run, it's going to be a guy that's going to come up, some random dude that's going to be great, and we all going to want to see him versus Boots. And he's going to have an opportunity to say yes or no. And it is what it is. Like I would love to see the fight, but I'm not going to be mad because it's just they two different eras, bro. I feel like it's not a, at this point in time. It's not a legacy fight right now for Bud. It's not. But I want to say this though: what, like 26, 25, 26? Like twenty-five, twenty-six, super twenty-six. Young. I think twenty-six, twenty-seven. I think yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know if you got enough miles on yeah, like he, he put me in work, but like it, it just ain't enough to it yet. It was, it was just something Cash have been talking about for a little bit. Like you know, yeah, like, you know how you dream though. Like it was just yeah. one of the moments. Like it, it would be a, it would actually be a bad decision for Bud. I'm not gonna lie, and I, I don't, I think he would take it. I think he not. First of all, I think he'll win, and I think he'll shock everybody at how 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 he'll do it too. I don't think it'll be as hard as people think, and it's not because Boots isn't great. Boots is incredible, but the thing is, Bud is a he's a grown man right now. Boots is still a child, and he yes. does things in the ring that reflects that. Like he be playing in the ring. What Bud did in the ring on Saturday showed me that he don't fuck around. He went in that ring and he never switched. He was southpaw from beginning to end. That told me, nigga, I'm here to handle business. Booth go come in that ring playing around and he go get his ass stopped. No, playing with Bud. And he likes to exchange too much. He likes to exchange way too much. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to exchange with somebody like Bud that got power in both hands. So, yeah. Oh. I don't want to disrespect Boots and all like that, but like with all the respect, at this point, it'll just be a step back for Bud. It's just really, it's just too much of a step back right now. It's a lose lose situation for both of them, if I'm being honest. 
Like it's, it's a win. Okay, it's, it's a win for boots. Hold on, for sure. It's a. What if he lose though? That's the thing. If he lose, well, yeah. If he lose, like, oh, he really wasn't who we thought he was. And if Bud win, it's like ah, yeah, he's supposed to do that. You know, I can't really say that because you, know? you you think about the nigga that's at his prime right now. Like, well, not prime, but at the tail end of his prime right now. Like, if you take an L to him, I know a lot of niggas is like as, as we've been saying. Like, a lot of niggas want to remain undefeated because you know Mayweather made it a thing. But like taking an L to a nigga that magnitude, I don't think hurts him. As much, I as agree. I agree. Ooh, I agree. I mean, but you got to realize, you you know why you saying that? I'm gonna tell you why you saying that because you're not a real boxing fan. No disrespect. Like you casually watch boxing, right? Mm-hmm. Now I'm not trying to be shady because I'm saying no, no, I, I don't is, take it my way. I, I, I watch no, it, but the I, reason why I, I said it is because your mentality. Your mentality is the right mentality, bro. That's how we should all be. But these boxing fans today, bro. They think once you lose, it's the end of the world. So what you're saying is actually right. That's because when you used to watch boxing, that's how it was. Like it's okay to lose, bro. Like our, our half of our favorite fighters have taken L's. Muhammad Ali was never undefeated. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvin Hagler, Tommy Hearn, Sugar Ray Robinson. I can name a million fighters, bro. They're not undefeated. It's only one fighter that is popular that was undefeated, and that's Mayweather. And people think that's the standard. It's not. You feel me? So I hate it actually. I wouldn't mind any of my fight. Like I don't think since losing is a bad thing. He lost to a great fighter, bro. Now what he does after this is what's going to matter. You feel me? That's, that's why I want matter. the rematch. Because I'm like, bro, you can't take no L like that and just not get your leg back, bro. I'm sorry, like especially hood niggas like myself, bro. Like, I'm sorry, like if niggas with my ass like that, like you gotta see me until I beat you. Like catch my L. But like, what about this though? What about this though? What if he take? What if he just avoided the rematch and he just go out there and beat up everybody else? You don't think that's a good redemption story too? Nah, no, I'm not mad at that. I think I think losing in that fashion could be one of the best things for Earl. I don't give a fuck who you. With. I don't care who you beat after this. Like respectfully, like it, and it's not because I'm thinking of something on the same same lines mm-hmm. of them niggas that think taking the L is bad. But if you don't try to go regain some of that honor, nigga, like. I'm thinking of like Japanese niggas, like nah, fam. Like, <laughs> nah, I'm just saying, like, what if he like, beat up like, on bro, Keith Thurman? What if he go smoke boots and he go smoke Keith Thurman and he go smoke Charlo? Like, he just beat up everybody else but Bud. Like, I don't think that's a Damn, bad dude. thing, bro. It's great for him, but nah, nigga, I'm never gonna look at you the same. I don't give a fuck who else you beat up because that's the nigga. Nah, like, that ain't right. When you think about you it. That's think about the nigga it, that's like, nah. And, and the, in Leonard Air, bro, he was the king because he beat all of them. He beat Hearns, Duran, Hagler, uh, uh, Wilfred uh, Benitez. He beat all of them. He was the only one that beat them all. They all beat each other in certain ways. Like Duran uh, lost to Hearns. Hearns beat uh, Duran. Hagler beat Hearns. Uh, but basically, they all fought. They all beat each other. They all lost to each other. Leonard beat all of them. So if yeah. Bud is the Leonard of this era, I don't think it's a bad thing if since loses to basically the Leonard of this era, but he's able to beat everybody else. You feel me? So I don't think that's a bad thing, bro. And that's why I was saying earlier, what if Bud is just the, just the all-time great and he's not supposed to lose to these guys? So I don't think the rematch is going to be necessary, in my opinion. I don't think... And we can't... 
We can't tank Earl Legacy. Man. It's still Earl Spence. Like he's still that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this no, no, no. It's, still, it's like still he that just, nigga, bro. He just, like, he just lost. That's just a personal thing with me, bro. I can't, <laughs> I can't let no nigga just with my like. Oh, if I take another L to him, I'm fine with it. But I gotta know that I, I I put a better showing on because the way the way he dismantled you, I'm sorry, I you can't. Nah, but see, that's the thing, you know, like if you gotta think. You got to think in Earl Camp, like you do risk losing to him twice. Now I know what, what Cash is saying is true. Like ain't in the wrong with taking the L, but like losing back to back like that in like a span of like maybe six to twelve months. I don't really know how that's gonna look. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you want to risk that. That's the uh, that's the contract, right? I know he got the uh, the rematch. It would go down. It would go down to December. Yeah, thirty days. It would have to go down to December, I think. Mm. But I'm just saying, you know, sometimes uh, things. That, that's the contract. But I feel like these two dudes, this is the weirdest dynamic between two fighters that I've ever noticed. They got so much respect for each other, bro. I feel like Bud will, like, push it off until he's ready. And I don't think that's a good thing for Bud. I'm not going to lie. Because at the end of the day, this is a fight. And in a fight, you want it to be fair as far as before y'all get into the ring under those certain, you know, guidelines. But at the same time, bro, you want to win the fight. So if the contract says December and you're not available for December, then you're just not getting that rematch. You feel me? But I'm saying Bud would probably give him more time. And another thing, if I'm Bud, I'm just saying this if I'm Bud because, I'm again, this is a combat sport. And if I know 154 is harder for you to make than it is for me to make, too fucking bad because I'm not going to give you no extra edge. You're going to have to make 147, buddy. You feel me? Mm. I'm not doing you no favors, no, you know. Man. But knowing Bud, he's going to give him 154. So it's crazy. He, he, just, hey. he just he just don't duck smoke. That's really, and I, and I can't put it no more simpler than that. He just don't duck smoke. It's, be it's crazy, bro. Out, I'm taking advantage of all my advantages. I'm not gonna lie to you, but. The point is to put you in the most disadvantaged position to help myself beat your ass. It's all yeah, like Mayweather made Madonna. Mayweather made Madonna, who was on like a 10 fight KO streak using a certain type of glove. He said, if you want to fight me, nigga, you can't use those gloves. Yeah. And he took them gloves <laughs> off because he wanted that payday. Mayweather used to do shit like that. You feel me? And that's why I be telling people, like, if you're really deep into the sport, I love Mayweather. But as I got older, I started to study the sport. You know, when I was watching Mayweather, I wasn't I wasn't a student. I was just enjoying what was going on. But I went back and started studying all my favorite fighters. And I'm like, you know what? Yes, Mayweather is great. But he ain't. He's not the, the Leonard or the, the, the Sugar Ray Robinson. You know, he's not on their level. I'm not going to lie. Because he did a lot of bullshit. We being fair. Like I'm saying, we really being honest. Mayweather's really, he was on some bullshit, bro. He yeah, abused yeah. his power like a mug. From a, like a, but from a political standpoint, for sure. Like, wait until niggas get too old, shit like that. Like, it's, it's all politics. Yeah. Like, he, he, he know how to use politics to his advantage. Like, yeah. in the best way. He's still top five. He's still top five to me. He's still top five for sure. That's my goat. Yeah. I don't care. He's going to be my goat. I agree with everything he said. It's just my dude, man. I just. Now, when I was young, he was definitely two. You know, I thought my Ali was always one. I thought Mayweather was two, but I don't know, man. After after research, I'm gonna tell y'all who the greatest fighter of all time. Though I ain't, I know y'all probably don't care, but if I ever get bored one day, y'all want to just do some research, man. Research Sugar Ray Robinson. That nigga is the goat. Oh, that nigga nice. 
Goodness. Like that's why the pound for pound king, that pound for pound thing exists. I didn't know that. That's where it came from. Sugar Ray Robinson, because he used to go up and wait and just dominate. Like he fought on like five different weight classes at once. Like he would fight at 147, 154, 160. I'm talking about just all these weight classes and we're just smoking niggas, bro. Like he went on a 78 win streak. He didn't lose a fight to after 78, 78 fights. Different. Fighting like seven, eight times a year. Like, come on, man. That dude was different, bro. Appreciate you coming on, big bro. Uh, for sure, for sure. Y'all watching the fight tonight? Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna order that joint. I want to see. I want to see Diaz. I hopefully, hopefully he can get him out of here. But if not, it is what it is. <laughs> this is my prediction. Uh, I think Jake Paul gonna win, but Nate Diaz got a ten, bro. I don't think he can knock him out because he got a ten. So I don't see yeah. Nate Diaz winning at all. But I don't see him getting knocked out either. But Jake Paul gonna win. But don't sleep on the Mondo Serrano. Keep out on the undercard. So, no, what time? I'll tell you what time everything start. I want to say like seven, eight. Like I said, be by the TV by seven, eight. But also, uh, the epilogue come on tonight from the, the fight last week. You know, they do the epilogue after the oh, fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen that trailer. Yeah. You know, unless if y'all don't want to deal with no trauma, avoid it. But if y'all y'all want to watch it, it come back on. <laughs> <laughs> it come back on tonight, and they go play the fight too. So if y'all don't want to watch the fight, also avoid that. But I'm gonna watch it because I want to see the epilogue. I'm gonna watch that joint. Yeah, I'm still, I'm hey man, appreciate that, boys. I know we do this all the time, but I really want to get back on the pod, so we need to set that up, man. For real, man. But we gonna have to pull up in person, man. We gotta make it in person for real. Yeah. Man, Marcus be hating on me, bro. I think he really be hating. I ain't gonna lie, cause I be telling him, man, I'm ready to come through, man. Sit down, do a pod. What's up? He be we been, zone, we been, we been doing Zoom forever, though. We ain't, we ain't haven't been linking up ourselves. Facts. Yeah, that's a fact. We gonna, we gonna lock it down for sure, though. We're gonna let you know something. All right, but y'all boys be safe, man. Yes, sir. Be easy. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that was some. uh, I learned a lot, man. I learned a lot, bro. Shit, I didn't even know niggas could just break it down like that, bro. Like just say you saying like switching and all those terms. I ain't never just heard before. Like me and him, me and him and the other group chat, we just been talking and like just watching boxing debating. Like it was, it got so serious to where like we had woke up uh, at like six in the morning last week to watch uh, Stephen Fulton versus Nigel in the week because the fight was in Japan and you know the time difference is crazy. So we up at six thirty in the morning watching the fight. Like it's just, it's been a lot of fight talking. So it's been dope. But I wanted to ask y'all, like, was, is it is it kind of too early to talk ball? I feel like it's just August. Like I feel like ain't them really. We could do something though. I don't know, bro. They never, I, do we have any news in basketball right now? Other than like Brown contract, and I don't. Even, I mean, no, I don't. Hold on. Matter of fact, where's the cha-ching sound effect, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> Say, man, that nigga got the bag, not Brown bag, nigga. That nigga got the bag. <laughs> All right, so look, I heard something. Don't quote me on this. They said by the time Luca up again, bro, he might get <laughs> four, bro. They say he could get, he could get four, bro. Well, at least we know he ain't leaving. Cause well, he got he got three more in this deal now. Yeah, he got four. It just started right this year. It started this year. It kicked in this year. 
Yeah, yeah, it's about right, yo. Ooh. Bro, four. Who ain't nobody walking away from four? I'm sorry. I'm just sorry, bro. Mm-hmm. Damn, bro. That's... I play. I play with Smush Parker and Sasha. <laughs> and, and, and bro, but the care, but bro. the salary cap should be at an outrageous amount by then, bro. This got to be should bro, be, and it's probably gonna be impossible to find the games to watch. Anyways, shit, you probably gonna have some games on Netflix. You gonna have some games on. Fucking Hulu, you gonna have some games on fucking uh Fundamation, nigga. You gonna be able to hear it on Spotify. Hey, hey, mark, mark my words, bro. I think Prime coming for. I think Prime coming for basketball next. Niggas got NBA uh, NFL Thursdays. I think they coming for N- NBA next, bro. Yeah, cause yeah, I they, just they need, high. They I just need a nigga to get all yeah. the money we paying every month. Give it, give me another perk. Yeah, for I need real, it. nigga. Like, I need that, yeah, give me that shit, nigga. I'll, I need I one I one app, bro. I just need one location again, bro. Like fuck, I rather have cable, my nigga. I rather have cable. Y'all seen AD? Like I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. Like we we really did all that, cut the cord, shit, and try to get rid of cable. But Still we, got hope. We, we essentially paying the same shit. Think about it. Your internet was sixty dollars. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say uh, how I watch my games, but what you you got it though for sure. Yeah. Oh well, I mean, me I'm on, with you. I'm with you. I got you. Got I, you. Got, I, I got a web. Well, you, never mind. <clears throat> I swear, yeah. everyone I use, them all get shut down, nigga. I think the fans tapping my phone. Shit, well, I'm website. definitely not finna say shit oh, over this. Nigga. Oh, oh, nah, I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Man, uh, what you talking yeah, about? Like, my, my, uh, oh, matter of fact, my my uh, apartments they got spectrum. It's like included. It's like the internet and the cable, like light cable included. I call. I said light cable. I guess there's like regular channels and stuff. Damn, it's like, that's like a super, but I, super nah, great. Bro, but I, I do got the uh, app. I could just watch stuff on there. But I got you though. But yeah. But y'all seen AD extension though? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it's, you had to do it. You had to do it. As much as I hated it, you had to do it, bro. Because bro, it, we really last year his deal. We we get in there like on the like 50, 60 million annual like annually, like we heard, like it's it's crazy. Like yeah, you kinda so wanna so we gonna, are we like gonna see like a hundred thousand, I mean a hundred mil a year type contracts? Like like cash oh, it, like, we like we like five to seven years away yeah, from oh, kids. Oh, Timeline we on as far as that shit, bro. Where is all this money coming from, bro? Who was buying yeah. stuff that is worth? Yes, bro. Where this money gonna come from? Yeah, think about this. The NBA twelve point. Oh, nigga, they finna hit us over the head with these ticket prices and all this other TV, stuff, man. We finna get smacked. They made twelve point four billion annually, nigga. Like the game of basketball is is global. Like it's it's everywhere. Like literally everywhere. I know the ratings. Sometimes the ratings might not say as such, but like everybody, everybody watch ball. Bro. I don't like the I don't like that idea because it's like, bro, we never gonna be in NFL range. But as far as everybody else, like we eclipsing them. Like the only oh, people that keep on eclipse is. I'm just saying because you know sometimes you know sometimes like okay like Denver versus Miami. As far as like a popularity contest, it wasn't the best, but yeah. like you know, but that's kind of where you know I I, I could see like. The super casual family, like, yeah, I could skip it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Even if we not gay, hey, you're going to have it on in the background at least. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to see what's going on. Because I'm going to keep it a buck with you. Like, I ain't watched game two of the finals or some shit like that. I was at work. And normally at work, I'll probably watch them all. But I was, hey, I was tuned in. You know, we, 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 we know the sport, though. So it's different, you know. But, like, 
it's not like okay, like the the Warriors, uh, you know, everybody and their mama on their phone. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just yeah, different. Even the, the casual fans are giving birth. So, but that's how I know shit. That, that's how I know this whole NBA is rigged. Shit is kind of like nah, bro. Because if that's the case, they wouldn't. The Denver and Miami would have never made the fucking finals. You said rigged. Yeah, I mean, like this because I ain't gonna lie. Like me, me and my niggas at work. Have been discussing it a lot because they conspiracy theorists type niggas like uh, like the NBA is rigged. I was like, fam, because they think all sports, like all publicly broadcast sports, is like rigged. And I'm like, eh, sound good until you realize like how hard it is to get touchdowns and get 120 points in fucking game. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not gonna say I'm closed minded, but I try to stay away from that because like you know you 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 play the sport growing up, you watch it so much, it's like. All of the equity you put into the sport, as far as like actual playing and watching it, and it's like the moment the moment I found out wrestling was fake, I couldn't I couldn't watch it the same. Like I couldn't if I found out even that even that I mean like the only thing that's really fake as far as wrestling as far as like who's gonna win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying like the script the script aspect (laughs) script aspect, but I'm saying like if somebody just. I just couldn't recover. Somebody was like that. <laughs> like, you remember that point when that Twitter where everybody was running around talking, about, talking about a nigga talking about uh You said what? You remember that point in time on Twitter when everybody was running around talking about the script, this script, that like that was funny. Oh, to me. the script, yeah. Yeah. Like, bro, I don't know, man. I don't know. Hey bro, uh I was telling Eli, bro, you should check that show out called Swagger, bro. It's a basketball show, it's pretty cool. Oh, what is on? At Apple. Okay. I think I still got that shit. I mean, Eli, Eli blessed yeah. us, so you should have it. Shout out to uh, Eli. Alexander. Hola. You're being clutch, bro. Apple Music be coming in super clutch. Appreciate you. Super clutch. Every time I find new music, love. like, my soul thanks, Eli. Like, <laughs> it's, it's all love. Uh, I'll do it for you. We can share the music. Yeah, I think we wrapped up as far as sports, man. Yeah, man, I think we got some, we got some, we got some shit out. Hey, bro, what did you? What was that, bro? Was that like a canister of soup or something you pulled out, nigga? <laughs> I had to get one, cause, bro, nigga, it's been uh one hundred seven, one hundred eight, and shit. I'm like, bro, I had to give me a little canteen or something. No, man. I feel you. I got Keep one at the job. Cool. I got one at the job too. I was trying to get Keisha to. Uh, she was going to put like our logo on that Jones, and. um but she couldn't get it to stick on there, so but I probably tried oh, to get bro, let me know for real because you know she can do that shit. Oh, for real? Yeah. I think it was. I think it was just like the fabric, or something. not the fabric, but the material that was just on my particular uh, mm-hmm. one that I had. So let me know. Now nah, I'm gonna try to get some plastic cups made, nigga. <laughs> Whatever we can get, get some cups. Yeah, get some of them plastic cups, nigga, with, with the with the logo on that thing. All right, man, that's a we Gucci. Sure. Uh, yeah, I think we're straight. And I seen, bro. Hold on, y'all know they they said Luca got hurt, bro. Huh? He got hurt playing overseas. Why was he playing overseas? For his country. We got the future, right? Mm-hmm. Why? 
His country is America now. Why was nah, he? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> no, no, it's not. No, it's not. No, 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 no. No disrespect. No, but you know what it is though. It'd be like that's good. That's good run though. When just to keep yourself in shape, man, know, playing for your country, especially because like, you see how the nigga look, bro. Every summer we do the same thing, man. Look at this nigga. Look, he looks fucking beautiful out there playing overseas. Nigga coming back, he eating that good food over here, bro. Shit, that's what it is. They probably got like a strict diet. Over here, he hitting up McDonald's. He got Whataburger. Bro, you know what he got at his disposal over here, bro? It's no wonder he's, you know, he can't keep it. Him or Zion. But I feel like, I don't know where, like, the young, the newer generation, as far as, like, uh, I don't know how serious they take nutrition, because I feel like once you, once you, like, killing nine figures, you got to, a personal shelf can't be, like, the you know, the most expensive thing you can buy. Like, come on, like. So, I would imagine you could get a get a chef, put them on a nice salary. Like I don't know where they, I don't know where nutrition is, you know. Because so I feel like for some, for a lot of kids, it's really like the genes. Mm. Like and yeah. like say like an Anthony Edwards, you know what I'm saying? Like he just looked like no matter what, he just gonna be in tippy top. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah it just yeah, I'm so much. Much. yeah oh, like sure. just like just like the nigga be saying though. Like I know what you're saying though. Yeah, generation is more skilled. Like if it is more skilled, it's more athletic. But I think it's also like. Less passionate and a lower IQ as far as the actual game, so they could be part of the two. Where it's like niggas not as, as serious about their their regiment or whatever. Like you know what I mean, like I don't know, bro. We got to see how it goes. I think it could could be a little bit more why niggas are more injury prone too. Yeah, just you're not as serious about it, like the physical upkeep of you know I mean? maintaining the whole season. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see, my guy. We'll see. All right, man. Hey, y'all. Y'all watch. Y'all pray. Y'all live holy every day, man. May God make sure God guides y'all way. Y'all be blessed. Y'all be safe. We out. <laughs>